Hey, Cincinnati people, it's Cy. My only headlining dates for the year in Cincinnati. Go Bananas Comedy Club at the end of this month, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, the weekend is the 1st and 2nd of March. I go to GoBananasComedy.com. You can get tickets. It's going to be my only headlining dates at the club all year. GoBananasComedy.com to get your tickets. End of this month. Come to it. Today's episode is brought to you by and sponsored by better help you know how chad and i feel about therapy we talk about it often we talk about the way it's changed us as human beings uh, we think it's incredibly important you can visit betterhelp.com slash somewhere today you can get 10 percent off check out the people at better help Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you for coming back. Across from me, and you're not going to believe this, physically, across from me, in my office, today only, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hello everybody, I have landed in the middle of Chad's home. Uh, I now have, this is my first daytime tour. Yeah, that's right. I've had a nighttime tour. I now, I've had a daytime tour. I see all the vulnerabilities. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Because what I need to know about your home is because it's big. And now, and it's not. I, I think sometimes we talk about it, and we talk about it like it's the James J. Hill house. Is that a place? Is that what it's called here in Minnesota? Yes, James J. Hill. Yeah. Yeah, he was a mayor. Anyway, I don't it's know like who we, he was, but he he's got days named after him in Wyzetta in the summertime. Yeah. So, uh, you know. It's it's not that you don't. It's it's not like your dad invented Tabasco sauce, or your dad's yeah. dad invented There's Tabasco sauce. There's not a tunnel sauce. to get to the other side of the house. This isn't like the Clue House. No. There's no billiards room. Nothing like that. But it is big enough that if just you and Kelsey were here, and there was a vulnerability, a window or a door, mm-hmm. that I could live here for a couple months if I timed it right. If I get up at four a.m. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, based on, I, I, it would take a bit of tracking, but I think if I learned your schedules and I found a vulnerability, this is the sort of house that somebody would be like, did you know there's a boy living in your basement? I think it's that sort of situation, but I love the house and it's nice to be here in person. Um, just a friendly <laughs> reminder, uh, major security system where the cops will come and grab you. And also I have talked to so many lawyers and I will shoot you in the head. <laughs> the way this house is like, it's combination. It's like a mini James J. Hill house, but it's more like, uh, what's the place where they keep the gold? Oh, Fort Knox? Yeah, it feels, this. It, it has the vibe of, I spent my days, I grew up in Orono. I know what a house, this house looks like if you step on the grass, it goes, alert, intruder, sure. alert, yeah. intruder. It's got a... And it does. You didn't even step on the grass when you came. So no, I was a, I was mainly a driveway guy, I and I turned, think you had the lasers I off. I turned everything down because I knew you were coming. That's why I kept asking your ETA. Okay, well, that's really smart. I... You know, sometimes I do have to let people into the house, and you know uh, who's never going to save me? This fucking dog. I'll tell you why. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. He barks as if someone is about to get their throat ripped out and as soon as a hand goes out or anything else, it is on his back, presenting his belly, easily killable. 
This dog would last three seconds in the wild. Yeah, he doesn't know me. I woke you up from a nap. Yeah. He came to the door, but like, hey, man, what's up? Are you coming to play? He had a coming to play vibe to him. I think he barks really, really loudly to see if you have what it takes. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't leave, he's like, all right, this guy's cool. This guy, he knows the property. He's going to be, he understands the vulnerabilities. He can stay. Let me, so uh, here, this is something that happened with the dog, but do you know what a tonal is? Tonal. No. It's the thing that you do Mm -hmm. when the Catholic priest. It's not. It's the thing. What's that? What's that? Atonement. Atonement. Yeah. Atonement. Side note, I so I arrived via plane. Yeah. And you know the people who show up at the airport with a sign like "Welcome yeah. home, Benji." Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. uh, there was a whole row of them, and they were all for the same person, and they were there returning from their Latter Day Saints mission. Sure. And I, I guess I didn't know this. They were all saying "Welcome back, Elder," and then the last name. I don't need to say. Right. That's probably not cool of us. Right. You know, to say who it was. But anyways, welcome back. So is that how it works in Mormons? Do they graduate? Are you a child? And then you go on your mission and you come back an elder? Like, are there, are there like levels? Is it like... I, don't, a, I mean, I know there are levels, but mm-hmm. I don't know that... Uh, I don't know when you become an elder. Elder's a cool term. Elder is a cool term because you have to respect your... Elders. elders. That's always been a thing. I did let them know that you had a major issue with their church. You don't believe anything they said. I said, if you're, if I you don't. have a major issue with that church. But I, my goal is just to make you the enemy of all church. Ooh. I think, I don't think we should stop at Catholic. So anyways, that's what made me think. Yeah. A, so atonement. atonement. Yeah. But it's atonement. called a tonal. What it is. That's one of those machines that you stand in front of the mirror and you do the, it's got ropes, like bands connected to it. Yes. It is basically, so it is. Oh, is that right? It's an exercise, a piece of exercise equipment okay. that you also don't use. <laughs> okay. It is uh, like, it's like you put a big screen TV on the wall, but sideways. Okay. And yes. then you turn it on and there are men and women on there and they go, hey, everybody. It's, it's like a picture Peloton, except you're using these, this pulley system. Mm-hmm. And it has, it's really cool. It has, um, you know, chains, it has spotter. So it. It does everything you would need it to do with a lifting partner or putting chains on the end of a bench press or all that stuff because it gets heavier as you lift it, like whatever. And they're, they're like, the people are as big as the mirror, right? So it's very futuristic. That's yeah. The vibe and they come I on, they're like, hey, everybody, are you ready to rock and roll today? We're about to bump you up, like that kind of shit. Yeah. And then you sit there and you look at these people and you go, there's another TV on another wall in this house that's correctly put on yeah the right way and then it has shows where they don't yell at you where you can just get involved in the stories yes this is like a participation story that i don't need to be part of but anyways because you're pulling like at some time you know it's 200 pounds max Mm -hmm. and because of that you have to have them come and secure it to the wall yeah so two people came to make sure that this thing was put on the wall correctly and poe would not leave this guy alone all over him, like kind of, you know, like just sniffing, sniffing, sniffing. The guy's like, hey, can you get your dog away from me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. I go, come on, buddy, come on. And he would come over to me and then eventually go right back to this dude. Mm-hmm. And he'd like, seriously, can you please get your dog away from me? I'm like, I'm trying, man, but no, I'm not going to lock him in a bathroom. I don't know. Maybe I go, did you sit in your dog or mm-hmm. something? And then uh, finally, uh, the last thing he goes, hey, your dog for real. And I go, hey, I don't want to startle you, but he can smell cancer. And that's what I said. Yeah, I did. 
I'm so... No, no, no. It's okay. Very rarely am I so definitively on the other side of a story from you. I've been on the other side from day one. I know. uh, From moment one. I need to tell you that I know that cancer is not funny. I know that cancer has affected everyone listening, including the speaker, the teller of this story. I don't even... I'm... (laughs) I'm more upset about, like, if I tell you to get your fucking dog away from me, get him the fuck away from me. Well, here's my problem. Okay. Don't come to my house with a dirty asshole (laughs) and get mad at me. This is my house. You wash your asshole before you come here or my dog's going to sniff you. That's how it works. He, it, there had to have been something going on because he's not that sniffy of a dog. He's a, he's a, he smells dirty asshole though. He'll definitely smell that. And so I say, you know, obviously I'm probably a little embarrassed right? yeah, sure. that and I can't get the dog to listen to me. And you react really well and when you're embarrassed. And there's another man. And yeah, I'm going to tell you something. What I'm not going to do when I'm embarrassed, the first thing out of my mouth isn't going to be, hey, everyone, I'm embarrassed. It's going to be to set the tone for the rest of the day. I'm going to throw a huge power move on you. He smells cancer. And I'm going to say, now you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Now you're the most uncomfortable one in the room. I'm embarrassed, but you're uncomfortable. And that's a power shift because this is my Level house. the playing field. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So anyways, he's never going to... Um, we're just going to, yeah, we'll just keep moving on then. He's we'll never just... going to scare anybody away, <laughs> but he definitely will let you know when you need to take a shower. The <laughs> There's, no one's, no one treats you like me. No one, you get, you, you and I, you and I are the sigh and Greg of this podcast where like you're, uh, that's only, that this story is for me and Greg, but anyways, <laughs> You're going to get the better treatment. And uh, of course, no, the amount of like for all the people who are mad at me, who for being mad at the couple, the changing the diaper in the Whole Foods parking lot, letting their baby dick whip out in there. By the way, six months in six months, zero diaper changes in the back of an SUV in a parking lot. (laughs) I'm going to set the fucking record. Uh, But equal like you don't let your dog like if if you have a service person in your home get the fucking dog but here's the thing no I one's going to say that to you cuz no. you're the you're the dad no one's going to say that everybody loves you and you say it so charmingly Not everybody loves me but they're going to be like they'll be like oh you remember sigh relax relax you're spazzing out chad i love it when you told that guy who kindly asked for your creature not to be around him because he may have dog trauma. You remember when you said, I bet it's cancer? I know he probably (laughs) did have dog trauma, but I'll tell you what fucking rattles you out of dog trauma is thinking you have cancer. Cancer, a cancer scare. Absolutely Absolutely a cancer scare. That's a good point. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, guys. Relationships are hard, whether it is your significant other, your partner relationship, maybe it's your friendship relationships, maybe it's your family relationships. They take a lot of effort and they take a lot of navigating, and sometimes they can take a lot of help. And the people at BetterHelp can help you talk you through your relationship situations and all the situations in your life. Chad and I uh, have talked about therapy constantly on this show, and both of us have greatly benefited from the way we interact with others in the world and how we deal with how others interact with us um, through therapy. And so we can't say enough about 
therapy and the things that it can do for you in the way that you handle everything around you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So do it. Get out there. Stop wallowing in your relationships that aren't working and start taking an active role in them or any other problem in your life. Wallowing is not a very kind word, but you know what I'm saying. I think there's a lot of power in taking an active role in the things that are difficult and a professional can help with that. Uh, visit betterhelp.com slash somewhere today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash somewhere. I, let me talk about this babe for a second here. Yes, please. So so I've been raising this babe and, uh, you know, I have a lot of questions uh, in general for you, but uh, do you, uh, when you, when they do something wrong with your kids, did you take their diaper and did you like rub their nose in it? Is that what you're supposed to is yeah, that when a, you shit in the diaper, yeah. you take it off and you don't rub their nose in it because that's like an awkward, you have to flip your baby over. Sure. You leave them on their back and you just push it. You just push it. Yeah, you pie push face them. Right and then yeah. you go. You diaper pie And them. then you take a picture and you go, whoa, blowout. <laughs> Front blowout. Came all the way through the diaper, up the onesie, onto his face. Unbelievable. You stop shitting your pants, you fucking fuck. <laughs> I've, uh, we play a lot of music in the house. Yeah. And so, uh, what kind? So, are you ruining this kid? We play a lot of uh, a lot of folksy white boy music, folksy bluesy white boy music. You know what I like? Sure. We play a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then we do. So we have been playing. So he has a favorite song, without Already? fail. Yeah, it's the Ducktales theme song. Oh yeah. I just put it on one day. Ducktales, woo, woo. He loves the woo woo, and I think it's because anytime we play it, no matter how many adults are in our house, they all go the woo woo. It's really <laughs> yeah. so he, he just wants to be part of it. He gets really gets into it, and so uh, I do you. What do you use? Apple Music. How do you listen to stuff? I listen to Apple Music. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't think I even have Spotify. Yeah, and I think that's okay with. It. I don't think we're even. Are we are we anti Spotify? Did our stuff get taken off I'm there? Not, no, no, no. I'm not anti Spotify. Listen, I'm when, looking to when, boycott something. You know I that. I know you love to boycott, but I think that I when, want to boycott when stuff happens, right? When people have to protect their business because of a an unjustified lawsuit, mm-hmm. um, then you you take stuff down that's going to cause more trouble. Yes. And so they took our stuff down and uh, trouble, my, trouble mine's everywhere. Ba- mine's back up. Why would you say that? Why Mine's would you say? Back. Why would you say that as then to remind other people just who are in the room that just there's? Just want to remind you that you all just have to you have to sign that paperwork. So we play Ducktales. Yes, and a woo-oo. And so uh, on Apple Music, how it works is if you play, if you search a song, like if you search an album or an artist, so if you search Houndmouth, which is a band I like a great right, deal, sure. and you play the song My Cousin Greg off their like artist tracks then they'll keep playing Houndmouth. but if you were to search for my cousin greg by Houndmouth and you select just the song mm-hmm. it goes well maybe you will like this by the teskey brothers and then it sure. just it rips and rolls yeah. and so that 
is what ha- like I have DuckTales on. And so whenever I plug my phone, and we've talked about this, it just starts playing whatever in my car. Right. And so when you listen to DuckTales on Apple Music, it goes, hey, would you like to hear other TV theme songs? Mm-hmm. And I would. It turns out I very much would. Yeah. And I have, so as you know, I like to go to the grocery store and sit in my car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, get a little dad break in. Sure. And uh, by the way, if you... Ask Jenna how many dad breaks you get. It would be a lot. I here's the thing. I if you want the most toxic place known to human right now, mm-hmm. I think you can go spend any time in the comment section of any Instagram post, Reddit post, article comments, anything about mom and dad roles. Okay. Spend any time over there. Sure. Uh, because I will tell you, I don't know if you know this. But being a mom who raises kids, yeah. uh, specifically, Lord knows if you're one who also cleans and cooks, is it is the hardest job in the whole wide world. And, uh, and if you were to raise your hand in one of those forums and go, I'm not saying it's not a hard job. I'm just saying that every, a lot of people have hard jobs. We all have jobs. Why do we have to rank the jobs? Uh, people don't like that. I wouldn't write that, but sure. You Let me sh- help you out here. My dog can smell cancer. <laughs> Let's get out of this mess immediately. <laughs> what are you doing to yourself right now? <laughs> no, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I think we as a society have an inability... In a complete inability to, and I don't know why we keep trying to, but we're obsessed with quantifying momhood and parenthood and the tasks within it. Uh, I saw this post when I was flying here today. It was great. Uh, not, it's not a great post. This guy's a piece of shit. But he's basically post. Oh, I, here, I'm going to just read it to you. This is great for you, Chad. And also, okay, great. little promo... For your other show, where you answer relationship questions. Sure, yeah. Okay. Pretend problems. Pretend problems. Check out Pretend Problems on YouTube and all your platforms. You can get my uh, response podcast, Real Problems. It comes out That's right. every Wednesday afternoon where I dissect your guys' answers. Not a huge listener base so far, but mm-hmm. uh, the people who do listen don't like it. Uh, so <laughs> there is uh, a great account on... Um, if you like somebody, so now I know what you're thinking, Sai, you very recently told us you were getting off Instagram. Yeah, I remember that. And here's what I'm going to tell you. I am mostly off. Okay. The discover page, what I do all day long, it's so ingrained in me to go check the discover page. Like I just do it almost instinctually like Pavlov's Instagram okay. and I check it and then I go, no, 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 no. And then I get out of there. Now this is an account that I follow. Okay. Uh, because it, I love it. It's called toxic Reddit. So speaking of toxic and speaking of Pavlov, Mm -hmm. just quickly, this dog who my left arm is resting on right now, Mm -hmm. um, started breathing very hard. And then I was wondering what that was about. And it was a fart and it is so gross right up my nose right now. Bummer, 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 bummer. Don't love that. No, it's horrible. But I was just giving you some time to find your... Oh, I found it. I got it right here. So Toxic Reddit is the name of the account. And what it does is it puts people who posted something on Reddit Mm -hmm. 
uh, it puts their post that's like pretty out there or like they know it's basically they search Reddit and they go, what is, what are people going to really disagree about? What are people going to be fucking sure. furious about? Yeah. And then they put it on Reddit and then you can read it. And then they put some of the best comments from Reddit on there. <laughs> yeah. And then underneath it, they put, uh, you just get to read all the comments from the people who read this whole situation. Okay. There's also a fun thing on YouTube. There's these compilation videos where they take crazy topics from YouTube. Like, what's the worst thing you've ever done that you've never told anybody about? And then they just use a voiceover to read them all one Jesus. after another. Oh, dude, it's great. They're great. So this one is on Reddit slash relationships. Okay. Okay. And the... Title sentence is, I got married young for the wrong reasons. My wife has... (laughs) Baby or Jesus, pick one. In my town, 24 is old. So I got married young for the wrong reasons. My wife has zero personality and I resent her. I'm thinking of divorce. This is like the Wimbledon of... People are going to hate it. Yeah. The amount... Here's what I'm going to tell you. The amount of people... Well, let me read the paragraph. Okay. Okay. I'm 32 and my wife is 35. We got married nine years ago, been together for 12 years. We have two small children, two and six. Oh, interesting. So Jesus. When I met... Well, they were married... Nine years ago, and have their six-year-olds are oldest. So three years. They were married three years yeah, before they had a that's kid. That's what I'm saying. Jesus. So he had his first kid, and they were together 12 years, married nine. So he still, he was 23 when he got married, 20 mm-hmm. when he started dating her. Mm-hmm. When I met my wife, we were very young, still in college. She was sweet. She was sweet. She was sweet and some other she stuff. She was sweet as all get out. She was sweet, caring, loyal, loved kids, etc. Someone that I knew would be a great mother and a wife. Now that we've been together for so long, I'm building up a lot of resentment toward her. She does cook, clean, take care of the kids, etc. <laughs> I do help with all these things, but that's pretty much all she does. When she's not doing chores, she's watching reality TV or browsing social media. She has no strong opinions or anything, no friends, no hobbies, no interests, strong likes, dislikes, anything. She's basically just a rope. Warning you people at home, some of this is going to upset you. Head on over to the comments. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Trigger warning. Oh, fuck. Trigger warning. But it's also a spoiler alert. Trigger warning and trigger spoiler. She's basically just a robot housewife mom at this point. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think I married her because she was my ride or die, which you didn't see him being a guy who said ride or die, did you? Absolutely. I did not predict him to be a guy who said ride or die. Uh, And I saw that she would be a loyal partner and a great mom. That being said, I just hate spending time with her. She never has any original ideas she wants to discuss, no opinions. All her interests are things that I do or enjoy, very much chameleon-esque. I have to lead every conversation. If I don't ask question after question, we will sit in silence, staring at each other until I find something else to talk about. I'm at my wits end. When I was a young male, I thought I wanted to wife up 
and have the ideal housewife and mom to be. Now that I'm much older, I'm realizing I want a partner I enjoy spending time with, someone to challenge me, someone to share their own ideas, thoughts, blah, 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 blah. She's just there in parentheses. She's a sweet woman and she is loyal to me. But I'm realizing that if I wanted a sweet and loyal companion to go with me on trips, not say a word and do what I say without arguing or disagreement, I'd get a damn puppy. Please help. So this is a place where people ask for relationship advice. Right. So, and I realize I started somewhere and I will come back to that. Yeah. But I am going to give you the floor. Sure. To this is a little this is a little preview of what happens on Pretend Pro. Yeah, you are the relationship expert. I'm a guru, you you're, guys. Yeah, you're chatty, chatty Roo. I'm a guru. And um, uh, so here's the thing. You think you're going to get a puppy to go on trips that won't smell people's dirty assholes and, and come to you when you tell it to? Think again. Puppy's a bad choice. Secondly, you think you've built up resentment? This woman fucking hates you, bro. You think she wants to watch reality TV? She doesn't ask you any questions because she fucking hates you. She doesn't ask you any questions because it's hard to ask somebody a question who keeps responding everything with a softball league metaphor. Yeah. You you can't... Listen, Andy Warhol, fucking Mr. Artsy Fartsy, who has all the original ideas. Some guy who's somehow cool and likes cool stuff, but also wrote Ride or Die in a paragraph on Reddit. Yeah, I don't know how many... Did you type in uh, synonym to, you know, uh, life partner Mm -hmm. or some shit? Mm -hmm. Cool synonym to life partner? And you found ride or die because I'm telling you, the only reason people don't ask questions to another person is because they fucking hate them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So... This is what I was coming to the comments for. Okay. I wanted the, I wanted like, let's gather everybody together and let's fucking roast this guy. Let's find the wife. Let's get out there, beat the streets. Let's beat the streets. Find the wife. Let's find so the wife. She can tell, tell us. Tell us your half of the story. Yeah. Tell us. Maybe she goes, well, I don't know. I'm just like a real housewives. And you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize how. Maybe he's right. He's not right. But I came here. I came here for the roast. But what you got was an unending argument focused on one singular part. Can you guess which part it is, Chad? Um, I'm going to guess it is the part uh, about the she cooks and cleans and watches the kids. And that's it. She does cook, clean, take care of the kids, etc. I do help with all these things. But that's pretty much all she does. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to take a master class on how to project your personal feelings about your relationship into an Instagram comment, head on over to this toxic Reddit post and spend some time reading through the... There are people 50 comments deep in an argument about whether or not he's a piece of shit for phrasing it that way or... He's like, just being not like, it is really some really good stuff. You have guys who are like, well, he said he helps. You don't know how hard he works. Maybe he works 80 hours a week. You want to be like, how many, is that how many you work, Jerry? Because it feels like you're projecting. <laughs> and then there's women who are like, all she does is serve him all day. It's like, is that, what, how do you, is that what you're doing all day, Lisa? Are you serving your husband? All, it's really great. It's a really, yeah. but I, I wanted the roast stuff. So that's where, 
that's where my brain is at right now in terms of we can't have a conversation. I don't know why we're still trying to quantify. I'm watching Jenna be a mom. Right. I'm watching her do it, and she's doing it with old fucking bird bones over here who is very little help. I run the logistics in our house, and we don't go anywhere, plan anything, or do anything. So it's not a big job. I'm, sure. like, I'm like the president of paper in the internet era. It's not a important. It doesn't, right. It doesn't matter. So, but we are really obsessed with quantifying the, va- and I understand that there are generations and eons and centuries of history of the difference between the genders and their roles and the respect and all that. Mm-hmm. But man, oh man, I don't, I think maybe we should punt on that. I don't think we need to, why don't we just say it's great? Why do we have to like compare it to, if it's harder than being a, like a grocery store worker. Yeah, I, it's tough, right? Because you hear cooking, mm-hmm. right? That that and that's a lot unless you're just boiling hot dogs. Yep. Cleaning. We don't know how big their house is. That could be a lot. Yeah. And and watching the kids. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of stuff that's taking place. Now, I've heard that. I understand it. What I'm not hearing, you want to quantify something? Blowjobs. That's what I'd like to quantify. How often is she doing that? Because if it's twice a year, you're on top of things, dude. You're on, you're on the uptick for yeah. most guys. Sure. Most guys know that they need to trim it down and wash it up for their birthday. Sure. Right? So you get two blowjobs a year and hat. she's cooking and cleaning and watching your kids. You- Fuck you. I don't care what you do for work. You son of a bitch! Get over here! My dog can smell cancer. You got you, you got it. You get a half birthday blowy. You're getting you're getting a birthday blowy, and you're getting a half birthday blowy. What are we talking about here? What holiday blowy is that? How's that all working out? I yeah, I think. Well, I don't know that I think. I think you should not think about this. I want to spend so much time thinking about it. It's all I want to think about. Well, I mean, what exactly do you want to think about? I just, here's the thing. You had your kids. You didn't exist in the era of influencers. Right. And there is no larger and more ridiculous community than parent influencers. It is the amount of, like, everybody's an expert about everything. That's the world we live in. No matter what you say, there's always somebody who wants to tell you why you're wrong. And and now the internet has allowed everybody, like, you think that's how you pet a dog? This is how you pet a dog, you fucking imbecile. When we had kids, we had two books. Yeah. What to expect when you're expecting, Mm -hmm. so you could get that kid out. Mm -hmm. And then Dr. Spock, keep him in a cage. (laughs) And those were the two things. You got him out of a vagina. Out of the womb. Right into a cage. Into a cage. How so big was your baby cage? Trouble. So I've got the rub in their nose in the diaper. How big was your baby cage? Ours is not... He's getting bigger. Sure. So so we had uh, <laughs> we had two baby cages. One was small, so mm-hmm. they couldn't roll around a ton. Okay. And then once they started rolling around gaining strength, then we got them a taller version so they could grab the top bars and, and do pull And swing. Yeah. How long, yeah, yeah, that's, how long do you go until you get one of the zoo cages? Prison workout. When they can do a full burpee on their own... <laughs> For full burpee into a jump, grab, pull up. Then I can, it's like now you now you get a bedroom. I know you're talking about the exercise, but I can tell you this little kid is doing a lot of fucking burpees. Yeah. This all he does is burpee and shitty. It's yeah. all he does yeah. all day is I'm burpee sure. and shitty. Uh, but 
Yes, it's it's a different time. There's a lot of everybody. We even in the hospital, like everybody has an opinion, and it is very difficult to. And Jenna and I, we're a pretty good team. We're both in it. We both know what we're good at. She knows the things that I do for our family are important, and I work hard at them. And I know the things she does for our family. And then we just go like, "I think you're great," and we don't like how how much is it. Yeah. How, how much is it for you to uh, do that? So anyway, uh, DuckTales is his favorite song. And <laughs> woo, woo. A woo, woo. And so I get in the car and Apple Music starts playing TV shows. Okay. And I love that. And then I get to the grocery store and I do my sit. Mm-hmm. I do my sit and hang at the grocery store. Now I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. You want to here's here's what I recommend everybody do. Mm-hmm. Six thirty p.m. If you have time, if your wife is cooking and cleaning and watching your kids, mm-hmm. you that was a dig on that guy. Yep, love it. You can if you have ride or die in anything you you've ride ever or written die that will do everything for you and it's still not good enough. Yep, you put your. Air, AirPods or earbuds, whatever technology you use. Yeah, probably so, fucking those skull candy ones. If you're this guy, yeah. And you throw you throw them in your ear, and you park in the back of a grocery store parking lot, mm-hmm. six thirty. Yep. Just just when it's getting dark, mm-hmm. and you walk around and you play the Beatles, Eleanor Rigby, <laughs> and it it goes, ah, look at all the lonely people, and you walk around and you see, you see a. Uh, a chubby guy eating some food that he needs to eat before he gets home because he's not allowed to have it at his house. And you see him and it's like a force feeding because it's like, he doesn't want to get home and be like, where the fuck were you? Like I was was eating malted milk balls in the car. Yeah. He's sick of his wife going, the doctor said you can't have those Terry. Yeah. So he goes in and houses a fucking cake. No silverware, no napkins. Absolutely. Looks like a murder scene. Absolutely. And then you'll get somebody on a serious call, and then you get somebody on a friendship call. That's where they're like laughing. And you can see a side of humanity that is fucking heartbreaking, but also inspirational at the same time, where you just go, we just, no matter what happens, we just keep going. Yeah. And so I would recommend that at 6.30. And maybe they'll see you there listening to... Maybe. Because I, I could be there. I'm going to tell you something. Three whiskeys... And you play me the Cheers theme song, and I will start crying. Not weeping, not shoulder shaking, but I will shed a tear, one tear down my cheek. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I probably so here's here's where we're going with this. Okay. So, and I agree. I by the way, I think I do think. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm going to stop digging down on stuff. So, okay. okay. Uh, the. I'll just sit in the car. And by the way, we both, just to be very clear, all you pro diaper in the parking lot people, uh, <laughs> I, we, ha- we have a system. My wife and I have several systems that work yeah. really good. One of them, like my thing is like, if I've got to run to the grocery store, we have a firm understanding that I'm going to sit in that parking lot for 10 minutes, listen to something on the phone and just stare at my steering wheel. Just like, just like, that's what I'm going to do. Just get it out. And when my wife says, I got to go upstairs and pump. Right? She's going to go upstairs to pump. What I know that means is she's going to go upstairs and she is going to not pump. Okay. For like a while. 
And then I'm going to come upstairs and I'm going to be like, hey, uh, what do you like? What, are, what, what now what? And she's like, well, I haven't pumped yet. And I go, well, what are you doing? And then, and then I learned that that's her grocery store parking yep, lot. That's and we, her, res- that's her we respect those moments. We mm-hmm. also have a nice system that if one of us gets pissed off about someone or something, we put a, we put a period of time, like we talk about it. I go, I'm really pissed about this thing. And not even at each other, out in the world. Sure. So I go, I'm pissed at... Uh, this person for doing this, and then we talk about it, and the the other person's kind of like the judge. They're like, that 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 fucking sucks. Good call. And then they kind of get to you together get to decide how long do I get to talk shit about that person or that situation, uh-huh. and I get to like fucking let it rip, or she gets to let it rip. Say it's four days. You just fucking get to bitch nonstop for four days. And then if it's you a, want, and it's a cold turkey. And then it's a cold. Then you move off it. It's cold okay. turkey. Yep. We yep. really support the bitching, and then we move off. And it's different. It's kind of like committing a crime. Did you steal a Snickers bar, or did you kill your secretary? Right. There's different amounts of time for stuff like that. Right. So I'm listening to TV theme songs, sitting in a parking lot, just staring at my steering wheel, and I'm singing along. Yeah. What, are you not going to sing along with theme songs that you know? My dad used to take me out of school early when I was in grade school. Okay. He would take me out of school. Mine didn't. He would take me out of school early. This is going to be hard for you because this is a big time dad moment. Okay. There's a few days of school left. He'd take me out. He'd go like, fuck that school. You don't need that. Right. And he'd take me up north to the cabin. Ooh. And we'd go out on the lake because the sunnies, the sunfish, yeah. were spawning, which is fish for... Having sex. Having sex and, I think, babies. Having babies. Having, more, more, more having babies. The and, sex had already happened. And they're having them in the shallow area, and they're all in the spot, so they're really easy to catch and kill and eat, you know. And so uh, <laughs> we would go out, and because my dad knew from a very young age that I didn't enjoy fishing, but I liked catching. Right. Remember the scene where the turtles are hatching? Yeah. And they're all racing towards the ocean, and the birds swoop down, and they'll grab this little soft-shelled turtle. And you, you're watching this on TV, and you go, fuck you, bird. You fucking leave the fucking turtles alone. There's so much food. Just give them a chance. That's Cy was the bird. Cy and his dad were the birds. Yeah, we were a pair of birds. Yeah. Getting our sunnies. And so what we would do, and we'd sit out there all day. And I like to catch. I don't like to fish. So he knew that if we were catching, I'd be entertained. But then he also knew, growing up, and we've talked about this, I couldn't watch MTV. That Mm -hmm. was a no-no in our house. So I watched a lot of Nick at Night. Sure. So we would sit out in the boat, and we would sing classic TV theme songs. Yeah. We'd do the Mary Tyler Moore, okay. right? We would do the the best one was Green Acres, and he would always play the woman. Okay. He would always be no New York is where I'd rather stay. That was him. He was Ava Jaja. Which Gabor is that? I think that was a G. I don't know. And I was there. Give me Park Avenue. No, how's it? I don't remember. Oh my gosh, have I forgotten the Green Acres song? I don't know. We haven't fished with your dad in a while. We haven't fished with my dad. He's too busy taking Greg hunting now. Unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. You're the Greg. I'm the Cy. So. Listen, just so everyone's clear, my dad also took me fishing. And one time he caught a trophy walleye. Trophy. It was, you know, there's like that slot where you are supposed to, you can keep. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, a measurement that you're supposed to throw back. Mm -hmm. He had a trophy. And I remember he held it up. And I was driving the boat in because he'd let me drive with a little steering on the back. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, uh, this guy goes, 
holy shit, that's a big fish. And he goes, the boy caught it. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Started cheering. Oh, God. What a great dad moment. That's what I'm saying. See? That would fit. I just got to tell you, there's lots of those. I know we we laugh about the, the funny parts, but there's lots of those kinds. Yeah, I mean, what the viewers and listeners don't know, uh, listeners only, uh, what the listeners (laughs) don't know is that there was cocaine that he'd hidden inside that walleye. And the reason he said the boy caught it is because if you guys got pulled over, not my walleye. He wasn't sure if they were the DNR. The boy caught it. The boy caught it. Just so you know, it's his. I'm just holding it for him. Don't inspect the fish. No need to. The boy caught it. No, that's a heartwarming anecdote. I think it would go nice in a really long group of stories about your father. And oh, so... I get it. Fine. So, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I I really like... Um, I really... I like a good Mr. Ed. Yep. It's also such a silly... Well, I'm Mr. Ed. Before the song. Mm-hmm. Wild theme song. Um, so, yeah. I get... I don't know... I was just in one of the Kroger's parking lots one time and I'm just sitting there and I'm like having like flashback, not flashback, but you know, a real nostalgia moment. Sure. And I'm doing Mr. Ed, like just staring at my steering wheel in my car. And I don't know if anybody saw it, but there were people walking by. And I, when you, sometimes when I like forget something at home and I'm playing music and I get out of my Honda and you think when you're in your car, you're like, well, nobody can hear this. Ah, it takes a very minimal amount of volume for you to be heard from a pretty significant distance in a Honda Civic. Right. Those things aren't soundproof. No, they're not even close to soundproof, and you're sitting there blasting. So there, there are people who went home, and they're like, hey, how's the grocery store, honey? Ah, I saw this guy who, he's probably dead now, but he was, he was <laughs> staring. He had like 1,000-yard stare into his steering wheel, and he was just mouthing the words to Mr. Ed, and I think I saw a tear, so... You know, we should... Do you still have that police blotter in the basement? Should... <laughs> I look at all the lonely people. Boom, 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 boom. And there you are just weeping to a horse singing. Oh, God. Amazing. I used to... Um, I, didn't pl- I did play the Beatles for my kids a lot. Beatles, Elvis, that kind of stuff. We had a rule that if we were scanning the radio when we were on in the car that if the Beatles or Elvis was on, we'd have to stop. And so I liked that they could recognize that right away. Okay. And then uh, one time Oasis came on and they were like, Beatles. I'm like, well, not really. Yeah. And so, but I used to wake them up. Do you have a song that you sing to Sunday? We, so here's, we have songs. We have a playlist that he goes to bed to. Okay. But do you sing him songs? Yes, but they're all made up. Oh, okay. I can't even imagine what those are. They, yeah, they're not. Yeah, you, yeah. My dad takes your uncle hunting. (laughs) He used to bring your father fishing. Um, So I used to wake my kids up to this, right? Very gentle. I think it's a great, so it would go, good morning to you. Good morning to you. We're all in our spaces with bright shining faces. Oh, what a great way. To start off the day, right? A very Fred Rogers. You get nice and soft there at the end. Really soft. It's still morning time. Exactly. Because you want them to ease into the day. You don't want to shock them into it. Okay. Now, in 2001, 
two years after my son was born. The world was gifted a song called Chop Suey by System of a Down. And that came in handy to this little boy who had been born two years before. Because around eighth grade, I could go through five fucking rounds of good morning to, which he hated, but I kept singing it to him because he'd go, dad, I'm in eighth grade. You don't have to sing me a baby song. And that would wake him up. But eventually it wouldn't even wake him up. So then it was, wake up, wake up. The bus is here. Your homework's done. I mean, it was crazy. So you'd do your own version of... Oh, fuck yeah. Just wake him up with Chop Suey, and then he'd be like, oh my God, I'm getting up. Get out of here. I love that. I think... Do you... So here's something that I'm going through, and uh, this is something... So I think... I'm just throwing this out there. You can respond how you want. I will. I think... He, when he grows up, he should stay living with us forever. <laughs> You're talking about Sunday? Yeah. I think he should stay in the house. If I can afford it by that time, I'll buy the house next door. If he needs to raise a family, fine. Raise a family over there. <laughs> but he, I think if he wants, he can live in our house as long as he wants and sure. take care of me. And we'll be best friends. And I'm going to be the sort of... A bad dad where I, like, I'm a pretty good friend, though. And so you're like, what's my dad up to? I should call him. So I think he should just live with us forever. Is that normal? How's that? It is normal. I think eventually what you're going to get to, there's a really hard decision that you have to make where you go, I want to keep this going, but also it is my job as a parent to help them into developmental stages of life. And one of them is leaving. As hard as that is, it sucks, but you do have to encourage it. And it, when you don't encourage it and the kids do stay there forever, then you get a knock at the door one night and it's the FBI because there's bodies in your basement. Sure. Or <laughs> he, or he lives with us forever. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.